Good Monday night to you, ladies and gentlemen. So nice to have you with us, as always. Uh, this is the sports book here on 760 WJR, a very special edition. As that guy said, uh, we are at the 23rd annual Celebrity Golf Outing celebrating the Ted Lindsay Foundation uh, for Autism. And uh, uh, this is an event that I hold near and dear to my heart for reasons that are uh, rather obvious. Uh, Steve Courtney here. Jamie Edmonds. A lot to discuss as far as you're concerned there. I got a lot going on. Yes, you do. (laughs) And uh, we'll unpack all that in just a bit. Uh, But what a special group it is here at uh, the Detroit Golf Club. Uh, Ted Lindsay, uh, got a chance to know him very well, uh, in particular uh, towards the end of his amazing life. And the passion that he had. Uh, for youngsters and adults alike uh, that suffer from autism was second to none. And that is the reason that we're here. Yes. And uh, this foundation has been doing such great work for 23 years now. And it's just a wonderful time to be a part of it. I actually got to meet him when I first got here to Detroit and get to know him a little bit in a couple years that – he had left and he was such a lovely man kind gentle with a purpose and the reason we're here today and I, you know i respected him a lot for doing everything he did he told me now confirm if he told you this that he started the whole skate around with the cup thing that he brought it around to show the fans yes, yes uh that was ted Lindsay, and uh he had such an impact on what the National Hockey League was then and perhaps what it is now. Yeah. And uh, I'll tell you what, um, uh, his playing career was before my time, but uh, clearly, like a lot of folks, uh, had a chance to watch a lot of video of Mr. Ted Lindsay and what he he was able to do on the ice. And let me just say this, sometimes it wasn't pretty. (laughs) I mean, I've seen some old videos as well, and he was very important to the game of hockey then and as the league evolved into what it is today. Well, here's a guy uh, that worked out pretty much to the bitter end every day. And I told him 15 years ago, and I, and, and I meant every word I said, you could probably take me right now. <laughs> probably, because do I'm not you a work small out? Dude. Do you work out? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but Ted Lindsay, a complete gentleman, and uh, he has got himself a wonderful staff that is carrying on his brilliant, brilliant legacy. I think that's great. You know, we were at the Sparky Anderson event, those people carrying on his legacy. Indeed. These people, these folks here carrying on Ted Lindsay's, that's wonderful. Uh, we will have more uh, on that front as we continue with this radio show. Thank you once again to our special friends at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort for their support of this program. Now, partner, let's talk about what you you got going on. Sure. It it could take the rest of the hour. (laughs) Um, But congratulations to you. Thank you. You are an official part of the WJR family, working with uh, Guy Gordon, Lloyd Jackson, and the rest of the uh, folks uh, on the morning show. Yeah. 
I'm a morning person now, um, and I'm very excited that this has evolved into a full-time job here at WJR. You guys are great, have been great to me, and I'm really excited for this new opportunity, this new challenge, get back to my news roots a little bit in the morning. But don't worry, sports is still going to be part of my life because you and I are sticking together. Up top. High five. Up top. <laughs> uh, now, uh, am I entitled, and, and please be candid, uh, am I entitled to a finder's fee? <laughs> what are you, my agent? What? <laughs> Can I Venmo you? No, I'm very excited for you. As I mentioned uh, to you fine folks this morning, uh, for everybody involved, great things are going to happen. Uh, as we begin uh, this particular edition of the sports book, let me just say this. Uh, I was on the golf course, and I was in an amazing group um, here at the Detroit Your score is unbelievable to me. Tell the people. Well, you know, uh, we were supposed to uh, be playing with good friend Casey Lubon, the uh, head men's golf coach at Michigan State. Uh, he was unavoidably detained. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he sent his great assistant, Chad. And let me just say this. Chad's a player. <laughs> was with uh, sales guru Jeff Marcero. Played a lot of golf with Jeff. Kenny Hayward, uh, good friend. Still holds several records as far as Michigan baseball goes. And uh, he is now with Blue Cross Blue Shield. And a surgeon, emergency surgeon no less, Dr. Jim. Hmm. We came 20 under. 20 under. How about that? So you birdied almost that every hole. Do you have an eagle? We had one, we had one par <laughs> and one eagle. Okay. And uh, that was the 20 under. Don't know if that put us in the mix, but we will find out shortly. Uh, but a wonderful time, time had by all. But it was Kenny Hayward uh, that shared the news that almost made me weep. And that is this. For the last 10 days or so, uh, I have not had ESPN. Mm-hmm. Because, as it turns out, uh, Disney, the parent company of ESPN, and Spectrum, my cable provider, had a little rhubarb going on. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, now, this is stupid. Right when football starts, this is going to happen to you. It can never be the food channel that goes out. No. It's always something that I watch. <laughs> uh, so there was an interesting piece, I think it was Friday or maybe Saturday morning uh, in the New York Times, that maybe the situation that's going to expedite this situation uh, is Monday Night Football with Aaron Rodgers making his true Jets debut. Uh, playing host to the uh, always tough Buffalo Bills. And this tay-to-tay affected some 15 million people nationwide. That's a lot of people. A lot of angry people. Angry. Yes. And if you're an advertiser on Monday Night Football, your slant was going to be, now wait a minute, I'm not paying full freight. Right. There's 15 million people that won't see my ad. And the piece in the New York Times alluded to the fact that maybe, just maybe, this was going to expedite some sort of settlement. So it was Kenny Hayward. Lo and behold, it broke today. It broke. Yes. And uh, briefly, I'll admit, I fell on eight. Do you want to hold my hand again? Please. Okay. (laughs) I need your strength. You guys, he did this when I walked in. He's like, hold my hand. And I didn't know where this was going. He just wanted to talk about how he can watch football. Again. Well, it was a it, it was a powerful moment for crying out loud. <laughs> um, I wish, partner, that all the news was oh, good. No, on this Monday night, um, yours truly, uh, assuming the position, 
in East Lansing on Saturday uh, for the first ever historic meeting between the Spartans and the Spiders of Richmond. And uh, had a wonderful tailgate show, uh, wonderful folks involved, and the game's played. Business as usual. Spartans take care of business. Right. Everything's great. Right. So then, uh, wake up yesterday morning to do some work, and uh, this headline jumps out at me involving Mel Tucker. And I'm thinking, really? What? what is it? What's going on right now? And then I read it. And I read it four times to make sure that I was comprehending what was truly going on. Well, it was very, very detailed. You know what's interesting? It wasn't a local article. USA Today. Yeah. And so, uh, clearly, folks uh, listening, um, we will discuss this um, as this program unfolds. And full disclosure, um, it hits very close to home. As a matter of fact, uh, I find myself uh, being... Very perturbed, and that's not the term I want to use. Um, there are aspects of the story, and I've been doing this for a little bit of time. There are aspects of the story that I'm not comfortable discussing, mm-hmm. because if you've got a child in your vehicle, I don't want them to hear any of this madness. Right. And it is graphic. It is disturbing. Um, and since then, and we'll discuss this. Uh, Mel Tucker has come out with a 900-word response. Not exactly, but it's very long. Uh, very long, and, uh, you know, perhaps, perhaps, and this is just me talking, the words of a desperate man. Mm-hmm. Because you can slice this and you can dice it any way you want. Uh, at the end of the day, uh, it comes down to this. How does a grown man who was indeed given so much put themselves in the situation that Mel did. <clears throat> I don't know of the married man, Mel, who made these decisions. I just, you had the world at your feet. Michigan State gave you a giant contract. They gave you a lot of power. They gave you everything that you wanted in terms of building a football team. How do you put yourself in this position? Well, and therein lies the question. There are a lot of questions here. Well, there are a million, yeah. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, uh, we'll try and unpack it uh, to the best of our ability. I do have a different opinion of the university that we could talk about after the break. I had one opinion this morning, and then I started to sip through things, and I feel a little different this evening. I'll tell okay. you. Okay. All right. Uh, there's a lot of things to discuss, and uh, we are so very happy you are with us. Again, this broadcast <laughs> is originating at the historic Detroit Golf Club. We are here for the 23rd annual Celebrity Golf Outing, representing the Ted Lindsay Foundation. Wouldn't have it any other way. Stick around. It is the Sportsbook here on 760 WJR. The Sportsbook here on 760 WJR. By the way, this segment brought to you by something very exciting. Uh, Cruise and Tour and the WJR Travel Club Experience Extraordinary. You're invited to join yours truly, Steve Courtney, for the first WJR Travel Club football flyaway December 2nd through the 4th as our boys in Honolulu Blue and Silver battle it out in New Orleans for Game 12. Hurry, space is limited. Don't miss this incredible football experience. Visit WJRTravelClub.com today for full details. That's WJRTravelClub.com. Oh, man, that's going to be something. I, I guarantee it. 
I guarantee it. That, I'm going to press the on button. That okay. seems awesome. Well, um, all I can tell you is this. It's pretty much all-inclusive. Uh, the airfare, ticket to the game, hotel, uh, the whole deal. Clearly, by that game 12, it could be a significant, significant tilt for your uh, Detroit Lions on the road. Yeah, you're going to know what kind of team they are for sure by then. That sounds so fun. I am so very much looking forward to it. There's no question about that. Uh, very interesting here as it applies to the rather unfortunate Mel Tucker situation. Uh, this coming across from the uh, Lansing State Journal. Uh, Interim Michigan State University President Teresa Woodruff said she and members of the Board of Trustees didn't find out until Sunday morning the details that led to the nearly 10-month Title IX investigation of head coach Mel Tucker. Uh, and she didn't know who the complaint came from. Brenda Tracy, we now know, a prominent national advocate for sexual assault survivors until late July when the preliminary investigative report had been completed and submitted to the university. Even then, Woodruff said the only, they only uh, learned uh, Tracy's identity, not any of the details reported to the Title IX office. Okay. Here is how I've changed my mind a little bit. This morning when I was with Guy on JR Mornings, um, we talked about this, obviously, and I said, why couldn't the university suspend him, sort of like a police officer situation, suspend with pay or without pay, whatever, right, right off the bat and then get to the bottom of it? I didn't quite realize that no one in the university knew the details. As you look into this more, Title IX investigations, the information is between the two parties, their lawyers, and the Title IX investigator. So Alan Haller, Teresa Woodruff, the people in the university did not know the details. They found out Sunday when we all read the USA Today article. Exactly. I think their problem and what they didn't do right was at the press conference, just say all that. What you just read, say that. Well, and, uh, you know... This is what we are hearing. And look, nobody's in the legal profession here. But they definitely have lawyers that are on call. Of course. But it has been insinuated that in a Title IX investigation scenario, there's not a whole lot of details available. So you can try and put two and two together. You can try and connect the dots. Well, there are rights and due process due to Mel Tucker, too. Everybody is entitled to due process. So... I'm saying perhaps they did everything correctly, but it just looked, perception was bad, and they could have explained things better at the press conference. Well, and take, and, in all the que- take all the questions. And herein lies the problem, because in his 900-word response, Mel Tucker has insinuated that there is no Title IX investigation, yes. which is a strong statement in and of itself. Anyway, more on that coming up in just a bit. Let's get to something a bit more positive, and we get back to the reason that we are here at the historic Detroit Golf Club, the 23rd annual Celebrity Golf Outing, celebrating the Ted Lindsay Foundation. And uh, we are happy to have with us, as always, uh, as far as the guy that works nonstop with a wonderful, wonderful staff, uh, as far as the Ted Lindsay Foundation goes, we have the president himself, Mr. Lou LaPaw. Lou. Steve, thank you very much, and congratulations, Jamie, on your new position thank at WJR. You. That's perfect. Isn't that thank wonderful? You. Isn't that great good stuff, I think? <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you so much. Very I nice. appreciate it. Excellent.
Uh, Lou, we are already in the uh, 23rd year, and uh, you and I go back a ways. No need to get back into, you know, exactly how long. Um, <laughs> I'm not that old. But first of all, uh, you talk about an event that appears to be gaining more momentum as the years go on. You have a wonderful staff. Uh, they care a lot about what's going on. That's evident year in and year out. Um, but this thing just seems to have full tilt going. You know, it was, and you're right. I mean, it was funny. In, in April, we had some things going on with the foundation, a, founder, a fundraiser we were trying to uh, uh, solidify and lock up, and I hadn't started anything in the golf outing. They usually start that in February. I had foursomes that had been coming here for 23 years, said, Lou, when can we sign up? Where do we go to sign up? Is it on the website yet? Is it what, you know, and they're like kicking me in the fanny to get my job going, you know, so it worked out good. As someone who's in the charity golf circuit on Mondays, usually when I'm not waking up at 430, <laughs> um, this is one of the best. It's one of a, a really great outing. It's a great day. I think people really have a fun experience when they're here. Well, and, and we try to make sure, you know, you say, 18, 20 teams have come here for 23 years plus. I mean, that tells me something's going right. Uh, without WJR support and giving us the exposure in that, that's a great thing. We love that. It's, it, it's a big help to us. Couldn't do it without it. And uh, I think we in the celebrities that come here every year, I think this year we almost had more celebrities than golfers, which is a great thing. We were talking, <laughs> uh, Jamie and myself, Lou, uh, at the onset of the program, um, Look, there's a lot of golf outings out there for some wonderful, wonderful causes. Uh, in particular, as a board member of Catch, I'll let you know uh, that there was a thought. Uh, Jimmy Hughes, good friend and executive director, uh, thought that maybe um, when Sparky passed that it would put a dent in the interest of the work involved. And uh, was there ever a fear on your part that when the great Ted Lindsay passed uh, that his work the brilliant work that he has done uh, for autism research uh, would also suffer because I got news for you, my friend. It is not. It scares the heck out of me every night. <laughs> because when Ted came to us and he was getting ill, he said, we asked him, we had to sit down, had to sit down and talk and said, Ted, what do you want to do with the foundation? Do you want to continue it or make it a one last hurrah? He said, I'd really like to continue it. I go, Okay. So all hands on deck, and as I say, with our with our staff and our board, and and folks in WJR and the media and the and the celebrities that come here and make this thing right. easy. It's a lot of work, but it's all for a great cause. And I see these kids and these parents. We do these courage awards out here, and see them come up on stage is absolutely phenomenal. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. So how do you feel about him coming in and shooting twenty under? <laughs> what? <laughs> What? Well, not me, Lou. What? I had I I, I had help. Oh, the, the group. Was he from the white tees again? <laughs> do, you, do you play from the senior tees? Maybe. <laughs> um, Jeff, did we win? Jeff Marcero, my teammate and esteemed sales guru. Uh huh. Okay, haven't heard yet. What are we going to hear? Hopefully by 8 o'clock. To be determined, Shirley. To be determined. To be determined. Shirley. Bring but, the trophy or whatever right. out to him on the air. You know what? Uh, the amazing thing, having taking part in a, a, a few of these, Lou. Uh, you're absolutely right. As far as celebrities coming out, uh, a lot of familiar faces. Uh, as far as seeing uh, just players and groups, and, uh, you know, this is an event that you circle every year. Yeah. And, Thank you. you know, there are a lot of uh, golf outings 
that run their course. It's just the way it goes. Yeah. But again, uh, you've got to be very, very proud that the Ted Lindsay Foundation Autism Celebrity Golf Outing just seems to be riding the vibe train. You know, and it does. I mean, again, with the uproot, the Red Wing organization, the Illich family, without the Red Wing alumni, they're supportive. And now we've gotten guys from the Tigers and the Lions, and, and, and they're all here and helping us and doing this thing. It, it makes it easier on us because they bring other people as well. And it's just people want to come see these guys. And the fact that they're here supporting us is tremendous. It just is, uh, we're just fortunate. Yeah, I mean, as a sports fan, to come to this event and see all those guys talk to them, they're down to earth, it's, it's really cool. Yeah. Just the uh, cover of the uh, program for crying out loud. Yeah, Dylan Larkin. Is that a classic no or not? It's a great picture. That's, that, oh. was, that was a day that we had Dylan if he wanted to be our ambassador for the foundation. He didn't hesitate, and he and Ted had a teary-eyed moment, and it just solidified that relationship. I That's love that. Wonderful. And this, is this your biggest fundraiser for the this is our what we call our major fundraiser for the year, exactly. And we have a couple other things that are a bit smaller, but we also have a lot of groups that do stuff for us, and so we're fortunate in that regard. It's just yeah, it's a big community thing that really they want to help us. Well, somewhere Ted's smiling, mm-hmm. I'm sure. Oh, I know that. And uh, what a what an infectious smile Mr. Lindsay had. <laughs> of course, it was small, different. He was small stature. I remember I came here, and I was like, oh, hello. <laughs> I'm much taller than you. <laughs> well, it was certainly different if you were playing against Mr. Lindsay back in the 1950s and you were up against the boards and saw his elbows coming at you. Yeah. yeah. There was no smile at that time. <laughs> uh, now, uh, we got to give kudos, uh, Lou, to the great staff here at the Detroit Golf Club. You have certainly found a home. Yes. And uh, everybody just raves after the round of the, the shape the course is in, uh, the staff that is out here, and not to mention – all the volunteers that you have for the uh, Ted Lindsay Foundation. You know, with Jessica, who runs the food and beverage part of it, and, and John, her help, Don, excuse me, Noel, they, these guys do great work, and Alex in the pro shop, and Josh, they just make it easy for us. And then they're just, uh, they they love to have us here, and we're very fortunate because there's probably some groups you work with and going, uh, not so much. We want you guys back here. You usually work with you. You do a great job. We believe in what you do. So we're fortunate. It's wonderful. Yeah. Just a great deal. Lou, we appreciate you coming out. Uh, thank you so very much. Uh, congratulations. You've got another one of the books. 23. Does it Does it feel like 23 years? Getting to be. <laughs> <laughs> I want a big blowout for 25. That we got we got some special things planned for 25. Okay. So, okay. Yeah, keep, keep posted. Yeah, we've been working on it. Well, we will certainly do that here at WJR, and we are very proud uh, to be a rather small part of this magnificent event, sir. Steve, thank you very much. And Jamie, again, congratulations. Thank you. Good to see you. Thank you. All right. All right. right. He is El Presidente of the Ted Lindsay Foundation. And uh, some great things coming your way. And as always, we will certainly keep you posted right here on 760 WJR. Welcome back into the sports book right here on 760 WJR. What do you mean, dude? Oh, second. Put that on, would you please? What happened? I don't know. Another team came in 20 under. How is that possible? What, and you lost on the scorecard? We lost on a scorecard tiebreaker. Oh, no. I mean, we had one par. All the rest were birdies and eagles. Oh, no. I don't know how that happened. That does it. I'm not staying. We we were playing so good, it was a joke. We started laughing. I I said, I felt like we're cheating. I don't understand. We just keep hitting birdies. 
I've never seen anything like that before. This is unrelated, but I played the husband and wife tournament at our club yesterday with my husband. We were on fire. We had no blow-up holes. Boom, 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 boom. boom. boom it was boom, happening. Boom, boom. We came in at, uh, with a 76. Nice. That is so good, especially for us. We did not win. We got third. But shameless plug. Love it. Love it. But, I mean, you weren't 20 under. <laughs> with <laughs> we all due 20 respect. Under. It was 20 crazy. under should win. I didn't think there was any chance we wouldn't win at 20 under. Dude, and that putt that we missed, we made a lot more difficult putts throughout the day. It was not even in the top ten of our toughest putts of the day, and we missed it. That was our par. And I made the majority of those. What? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You should do one to stand-up comedy. Listen, Jeff Marcero, uh, our esteemed sales guru and good friend, uh, you told a great story earlier, and uh, it, it has significance. And for those of you who are waiting to hear the thoughts on the disturbing Mel Tucker situation, uh, we will have that. But, you know, I want to concentrate on the positive because that's why we're here at the Ted Lindsay Foundation Celebrity Golf Outing, for crying out loud. Uh, <laughs> Jeff, go ahead and uh, share the story because it has a lot to do with me and my partner. Yeah, well, we, I played out here a couple of years ago, and we had no idea who our celebrity was going to be. And I got here, and it's Jamie Edmonds was our celebrity. <laughs> So uh, over the course of the round, I uh, had mentioned to her, I said, you know, we're talking about putting a sports show on the radio station. Love to have you come and be a part of the sports show. She's like, oh, really? Oh, yeah. Well, keep in touch. Oh. <laughs> here's year my later, card. Year later, we're playing. Here's my card. Year later, we're playing again. And we had the opportunity for this show, the sports book. Yes. And uh, and we worked out a, a deal to get Jamie as part of the sports book with you. And we've been doing the sports book now for more than a year, going on two years, two, actually. Yeah. And uh, over that course of the time, we've had some lineup changes at WJR, and it's uh, worked out that today was her first day with JR Morning and Guy Gordon. So yeah. welcome to now the team. I work here. Full time. I'm I, loving it. It's awesome. Thank you for this opportunity. Absolutely. You know, I, this is where it all started. Yeah, exactly. So full circle right now. And I actually was talking to my dad, who was in town from Pittsburgh, and we were, he was talking about this new opportunity that I have. And I, I literally got it because I went to a golf event. Yes, exactly. Yes. Business well, deals happen on golf they courses. Happen on the golf course. Exactly. And then after we chatted, me and Jeff are walking away. And he says, "You know, you two should do a show together." I said, "I'd be more than happy to." And right? now look at the magic. <laughs> I think it speaks for itself. <laughs> I do too. I can't believe this show's gone on this long and we haven't heard about how Steve got a hole in one on this golf course. What? How does that story not come up every it time? It did not come up. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Well, here's the thing. What hole? I, I, okay, number nine, South. What? <laughs> I, and I don't like to talk about it. And people put me in very difficult situations all the time. You're just a humble, humble guy. And, you know, it was 152 <laughs> yards uphill into a slight breeze. What club? The <laughs> barometric pressure that day. <laughs> and I. What club? It had to go in because I hit it perfect. Uh-huh. And it was, if He's you ever. avoiding the question. Seven iron. Okay. Uh. Uphill, blind green, because it's uh, behind, the pin at the time was behind the bunker. And I hit it, and a couple of dudes in the group, Nick Roddy being one of them, our esteemed producer of this great radio show, uh, he said, that dude, that's, that's pretty good. And uh, the group that was just leaving the green, you know, put their arms up, and I'm thinking, what does that mean? Does it mean like I'm five feet away? Does it mean like I'm, I'm, I'm ten feet away? Did it roll off the green? Who knows? Right. So we get up, and there's no ball on the green. And uh, Nick says, I'm riding with Nick. He says, oh, boy, this, this is interesting. Got up there, and it was in. 
It was the most surreal thing awesome. in the history of modern man. Awesome. What year was this? Uh, this was like eight years ago in Paul W. Smith's outing. Wow. And so. What a moment. The tradition is when you get a hole in one, you're supposed to buy drinks for everybody. Yeah. So I've got all these folks <laughs> coming up and saying, hey, where's my drink? And it was an outing. I said, there's a lot of buckets of beer that's all over the place. Help yourself. Yeah. yeah, I paid for that. Yeah. So go ahead. Um, uh, do we have time, though, for you to, to address my hole-in-one, which you witnessed? And then I witnessed Jeff. <laughs> okay, tell me. At Indian I'll Wood. let him tell the story. He's so good at it. We were playing uh, a round of golf, and Jeff and I enjoy playing golf together. Why? We're not sure. Um, <laughs> but, eh. um, but we're playing with the late, great Mike Feasy and also Jack Rasula, uh, WJR Zone, uh, two really good dudes that have had an impact on my life. Um, and so we're, uh, at Indianwood and we're just playing and it was me and Jeff against those two cats and, uh, Jeff striped one and it was left of the pin and I'm thinking, this is a nice shot and it hits the green and it rolls right and it keeps rolling right and it keeps rolling right. And I'm thinking to myself, so this, <laughs> this could go in. This, this has got some potential. I, let it develop. Let it develop. And boom, it goes in. Unlike mine, we saw Jeff's go in. Yeah, that's yeah. great that you could see the it whole thing. Fun. So you could celebrate on the tee box. Fun. It was pretty fun. It, it was well, the best part of it was it was on 17 on the old course. We had two holes to go. We were down two with two to go. I and know I hit the ace hole. on 17. To pick it's down one with one to go. All of a sudden, we're right back in the game. We're right back in it. And uh, it was a special day. And, you know, the thing I know, uh, you know, and I don't like to talk about it all that often. Mm -hmm. uh, when you get a hole-in-one, it really changes your perspective. But uh, as I was talking to Chad, the uh, assistant men's golf coach at Michigan State, after you get your first, the thought is, is that they come in bunches. <laughs> right. And they do not. <laughs> You just have the one. I, I, yeah. I think the, the uh, odds for a rank amateur is 1 in 20,000. And look at you. Look so, at you. You did it. You know, and then, uh, you know, you talk to others that have had a hole-in-one, Jeff, and I don't know if you ever did this, um, but you register it yeah. with, with this formal deal, and it's, it's painstaking. Really? They I didn't need, know about the registering. They need four uh, emails. At least two to verify. They need the name of the club, the superintendent of the club, the president of the club, or course, whatever the case may be. This place where you register, it's like the National Hole-in-One Registry. Yeah. Okay. And if you don't do that, you're a complete loser. <laughs> <laughs> and the signed golf cart, which I had mine signed. And, so, and then I got a picture of the south. I got a picture of the hole. And so, so, you got a, so your display, But I got mine through Indian Wood. Mine came through Indian Wood. Yeah. They, like, set it all up for you nice. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Brian Cairns. Oh, BC. It's BC. <laughs> Our own. He just texted me. 19 for BC. 19. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, that's Ooh, wonderful. 19. I'm a pro. <laughs> Wait, 19 holes in one? Yes. Yeah, who cares? I thought they were 19 <laughs> under for the tournament. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Uh, he no. has 19 hole-in-ones, yes. I've played with him plenty. It doesn't surprise me. Is he a pro? Oh, yeah. No, oh. In the his Michigan mind. Golf Hall of Fame. Oh. Okay. In his well, own mind. He deserves it. Yes. <laughs> so, anyway, time well spent. Um, Jeff, appreciate you having me out today. 
Yeah, it was great. Second place, okay. huh? Yeah, tiebreaker. What do we get for that? A handshake there's and a smile? There's a plaque We get us there. talking about our hole-in-ones. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that's what it comes down to from time to time. And the fact that Jamie, yes, my Jamie. lovely partner. Full-time, loving it. Is Thank a you, uh, full-time member of love the it, WJR it, family. Uh, what time did you wake up? 4.30. Ooh. Sorry. But in television, when you do morning, you have to be at the station at 3.30. So this oh. is better. This is better. I'm already up with the baby. It's like nothing. Well, and then you're able to go home and uh, take a little snooze anyway. Yep, and then we prepare. Well, I, like I'm an old pro. I don't know. Day two's tomorrow. We'll see. And in case you're wondering, uh, Jamie has so eloquently decided that she still wants to be a part of this mess. Oh, this is too fun. <laughs> I'm not giving this up. <laughs> Plus, the teams are about to be good. I need to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, there's, uh, you know, we have been remiss in not talking about the amazing Lions win. Uh, we'll do that. And, you know, the Mel Tucker thing. You know, here's the thing, folks. Um, I've been a part, albeit a very small part, of the Michigan State Athletic family for 17 years now. And uh, what has transpired hurts. Um, I had a lot of hope for Mel uh, when he first got here. He got here in the 2020 season. Uh, COVID uh, prevented him from doing anything great. Uh, then he had the 11-win season two years ago. Well, he did beat Michigan twice. Yes, he did. There was some Yes, promise. he did. In that 2020, and it was surreal as hell uh, because we're there in A-squared. Nobody's there. Right. That was so weird. It was insane. Yeah. Um, so he accomplished some pretty good things. Disappointment last year with a five-win season. And then you take care of, in the first historic meeting between the Spartans and the Spiders of Richmond, you get a win. And everything is fine. Everything is, it seemed to be business as usual on the banks of the Red Cedar. And then all hell breaks loose on Sunday morning. Um, so we'll discuss it. Uh, in the time that we have left as we continue here with the Sportsbook on 760 WJR. All right, welcome back into the Sportsbook here on 760 WJR. Steve and Jamie indeed back with you here at the historic Detroit Golf Club for the uh, Ted Lindsay Foundation outing. Uh, great time had by all today. Uh, and then reality sets in uh, with what is going on up in East Lansing. Uh, and that, of course, involves Mel Tucker. And uh, really, uh, James, out of nowhere, um, everything seems to be normal. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, uh, you get a win over the Spiders of Richmond. You did the pregame. Uh, yeah. No whispers of anything. Uh, no. Um, and Alan Haller was on. Interim President uh, Teresa Woodruff was on. Uh, and there was no inkling of what was to come. And um, come Sunday morning, yesterday morning, uh, all hell breaks loose. Yeah. And um, Mel Tucker uh, is arguing now that there is no Title IX investigation. Uh, he released a 900-plus word response today in which he called the allegations completely false. He didn't hold back as he blasted all aspects of the situation. He called the investigation devoid of any semblance of fairness and that his upcoming hearing would be, quoting now, so flawed that there is no other opportunity for the truth to come out. Uh, Tucker said he helped bring uh, this gal involved, Miss Tracy, to campus in the summer of 2021 because he supports her mission of sexual misconduct prevention. He said that their mutual friendship grew into an intimate relationship. 
that lasted for months and was consensual between the two. Uh, I mean, there's just a lot here. Say you take him for face value and the relationship, everything was consensual. It's There's still problems there because he's her superior. He is a vendor of Michigan State University. Like, that doesn't work. Also, if you believe the USA Today article, he there were some falsehoods with what he said. He said, I was in East Lansing. He wasn't. Well, meanwhile, Michigan State University interim president Teresa Woodruff uh, released a statement shortly after Tucker's uh, deal today. In her statement, she reiterated the college was committed to advancing a culture of support and acting with integrity, safety, and respect for all. Uh, Interim President Woodruff said the school holds its educators to high standards, and when allegations are made, MSU handles the matter in a way to ensure the, quoting now, rights and privacy of affected individuals. Um, So here's the thing. Due process is allowed to all. Right. There are rights of both parties. And the complainant has rights. Mm -hmm. Um, She is under the impression, clearly, that what transpired was not consensual. And what we're talking about here are the more graphic details of this very disturbing story. And I don't want to talk about it because I'm uncomfortable. Um, but here's my question. When all is said and done to Mel Tucker, a man that I have conversed with several times, got to know a little bit, um, why? Right. Why? Why put yourself with everything that you have going here, that the university has provided you? Why? Right. Why put yourself in this position in the first place? There are many problems with it. Again, you had the world at your feet. You had all the money in the world. You had all the power. You were trying to make this a a contending football team. Like, why? Well, one of the more engaging aspects of Mel Tucker uh, when he first took the job here in East Lansing, and I remember it like it was yesterday on WJR, he mentioned that he proposed to his wife, his former wife apparently, after one date. I mean, great. Who cares about that? But he said, I'm a man that knows what I want. So the marriage lasts 20 plus years. Since he took the job in East Lansing, he has lost his marriage, and he's on the cusp of losing close to $80 million in a situation that he brought upon himself, which could be, Jamie, one of the most epic collapses. And unfortunately for Michigan State, it was the wrong person to hire self-imposed implosions maybe ever in sport we are out of time unfortunately folks keep it here on wjr we will have the latest partner congratulations i'm sure i'll talk about this in the morning you bet we'll be there (laughs) and uh thank you very much for listening to 760 wjr